it's a case of either seeking religion or a relationship the two are different i would always say to people i'm spiritual i have a relationship with god i don't follow a religion what i have with uh, the lord is a relationship and that's something that obviously with relationships you build upon you can't say oh i know my friend if you haven't spent time with that person What's going on everybody? I hope you are doing well. Welcome to Talking To My Thoughts, where we have open, honest, and raw conversations about, well, our thoughts. The topics will range from anxiety, life goals, relationship, kids, money, work, everything that runs through our head, so you know the possibilities are going to be endless. So let's get straight into it. You're here with Craig Riviere, aka Mr. Positive. Yep, you're here with Simon, Simon number two this time, because you've got another Simon, so SJ. And you're here with Simon Sandiford, aka Simon Says, Travel and Retire. Jeez. <laughs> I like that still. So let's get straight into this. Um, we are actually going to be talking about our relationship with God. Firstly, what is God? The definition on Wikipedia, God is conceived of as the supreme being, creator, deity, and the principal object of faith. God is usually conceived as being omnis- omni- omniscient, which is all-knowing, omnipotent, which is all-powerful, and omnipresent, which is obviously all-present. So really, there's no time to waste. Let's just really get into this kind of topic. I guess I'll start. Mm-hmm. My relationship with God. Now, to give a bit more context to people, I am Catholic. I don't actually practice the religion. Um, yeah, I just don't practice the religion, and but I do very much believe in God all my life. Um, if anything, I've believed in God more in the past year and a half than ever before. Um, I don't. I can't explain why. I can't explain it scientifically. I just believe that there's something that is above human beings and man, and something must have created all the stuff that we have around us. And yeah, I'm not going to take it over too much. But I thought that let me just give my quick description and context about myself as to what my take on God and religion. Cool. Um, yeah. So obviously, we'll we'll kind of delve into our our thoughts and our thought process through our recording but just a quick thing from me <clears throat> i don't really consider myself to be quite religious um so my relationship with god is a little bit more complicated um but i guess more so is it stems from obviously my upbringing and then how i decided to follow in in my faith and yeah so it's it's more so it's a little bit more personal I guess and I said as I said we'll kind of delve into a little bit more about my experience but obviously we've got Simon here as well so I want you tell us um kind of your relationship with God and why we've obviously brought you on to our, our podcast for this particular topic yeah sure thing so similarly like Craig I grew up Catholic um did the whole nine yards baptism first holy communion confirmation um, attended mass. I went to a Roman Catholic secondary school with these guys. 
Um, and then I think it got to the age of 16 where I realized I wasn't getting anything out of attending mass on a Sunday. And it was nice because I suppose by the time I got to year 11, I built up that independence of, okay, I'm going to still go to mass without my parents, with my friends to, I suppose, reverence God. But it got to a place where I didn't matter how late I got into the service or mass, I knew exactly what was happening. And so it became a routine. It became something that I just did on a Sunday. And I realized I'm not getting to know God anymore. I'm not growing. And I didn't really see the purpose. So I fell away for about four or five years. And then he, he called me back, literally, um, by what, final year of uni. And then that's when I made that decision to give my life to Christ. And that was, what, eight years ago? And since then, I haven't looked back. And it's just been a case of me doing life but doing it with God. Um, and as you can imagine, it's, I suppose it's somewhat different to the, the average person in this world where they may have a relationship with God, but they may not make God their being all and mm. they may not do things by the book. So yeah, that's where I'm at. I quite like the, the line, um, do life with God. I was like, that, to me, that resonated with me. I, I know for you, you've literally given up your life to God and um, kind of gone to different kind of path of your religion. And it's still religious to you, really, actually. So that is actually the strong mm. parts of me and Simon. Religion and God is separate, like separation to us, but religion and God is is a combined, which is why it's, it's key to have you here. Um, but I, I do believe in the fact of me taking the steps of life with God. Um, you'll get in, we'll get into it of, of my voice recording, but honestly is a case where when you can park your ego of what you think you can do you realize how much you cannot do and you think well who's been doing it the whole time and you're like we just gonna have to be honest and say that must have been him you know mm. but you know what i won't even give away too much about my own thoughts i will should just let you listen to it for yourself so as you know on this podcast, we literally are listening to our thoughts um, and we are playing voice recordings that we've had personally. Um, you will have me and Simon give SJ. ours. Just so we know the difference. Sorry, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, and you will literally hear our thoughts um, in its rawest form, speaking to ourselves and kind of played out to everybody else. And um, we'll get into it now. Evening, God. I just wanted to say thank you, ma'am. I swear I thank you for my health, my energy, like my strength over the last few weeks, months, years, my entire life. Thank you. I thank you for my parents. Like they're about to leave me on Sunday going back to St. Lucia, but like for their health, the good spirits. Like, I'm really grateful for all that you've done. If I was going to reflect on, like, this year and what you've done for me this year, I guess all I asked of you this year was, please provide me with more opportunities to love and care for people. And yeah, it's been a crazy year. It really has of ups and downs. But you never faltered on giving me those opportunities to love and care for people more because I felt I just didn't have that connection with people. From being a groomsman, um, helping to live a great marriage for my boy, 
having a great carnival, having a great year in general, and then being able to save some of my friends, being able to support some of my friends, becoming a godfather twice. <laughs> it's really been a powerful year. I'm really happy that I got to, I guess, you know, backseat my ego because you know that ego has always been up in the way thinking I know everything. And yeah, it's been a great life before that, but I think I was always limiting myself as to what I could possibly achieve or become because I felt I had to be in control. When I let you take control, that's when things really started to happen. When I stopped believing in my own power, but believed in you as my source of the power, it was limitless. When I want to do things, I'm always thinking like, right, how am I going to do this with this much time and this much energy? And am I going to fit it in? And where's I just have a lack of resources when I'm thinking about myself. But when I'm thinking from you, like, what is it that you can't do? Honestly. So I'm just going to tell you, thank you every single day. Thank you, ma'am. I love you for the stuff that you've done. I love that you've been able to help me find love with other people my friends and my family I've been able to grow proper connections with them things that I didn't imagine I could possibly have I never really had it before but I guess I never prayed for it so I really thank you for being able to support me with that this year I thank you for all the people that you brought into my life these are people that I could honestly say I would trust with my life and I always said oh yeah I believe in God and I think, I always think about God, it's like, I always think, oh, it's you and it's me. That's all I really think about. But God, you are literally everywhere. You have been trying to pour blessings and pour into me through other people, through other scenarios, through other environments. And that's why I mis mistook. It's not just me and you. It's actually me and everybody. With you inside of every one of those things, people, everywhere. I really thank you for being there for me from the start all the way through. It's been a great life. It's been a good life, I should say. But now that you've been able to make me discover and see people better, it's going to be a great life because life is just worth sharing. I'm just going to tell you thank you, man. Thank you for being there for me all the way through. We've got so much more to do. Blessings. <laughs> <laughs> oh my days, this guy. After all of that, you know. You gotta love it. But that's what God loves, like, honestly. That <laughs> <laughs> like, same oh, old crazy. Oh, bro. <laughs> Sorry, what are your thoughts, man? Wow. Uh, I loved it. It was just so real, authentic. Everything this show stands for. And I suppose in your dialogue to God, it's nice. It's funny and nice because I could literally hear his words through God's words. That, when I say that, through Craig's, I suppose, you know, delivery of his thoughts. So many scriptures were just coming out from the surface and just flashing before my eyes. As he was talking, I was like, yeah, I can see it in this. Yeah, this is exactly where Craig's like, yeah, I can see why, Lord, Craig's in a position is, or why this has happened. And yes, this is truly a testament of your the good news. Um, so yeah, I think it's amazing. And I feel like 
this is the type of dialogue that we need to be having with him. And first and foremost, he came with humility. There's a scripture, well, God's word basically says that he gives grace to the humble and he resists the proud. So the moment you beat your ego and leave it at the door and you're like, Lord, take me as I am. I'm not perfect. I don't know all. I'm not the smartest. I'm not the buffest. I'm not the wealthiest. I'm just literally here as you've created me. Thank you for everything you've done for me. I, I'm not Superman. And the moment you can put your ego at the doorstep and you say, Lord, here I am. That's when he embraces us and he literally just showers his blessings and his love. And he, more or less, he's created us to worship him. He's created us to be in a position just to thank him. It literally says, continue to give thanks to him. And that could be a form of prayer. So you just saying, thank you for waking me up. Thank you for my parents. Thank you for having my boys around me. Thank you for allowing me to be a strength and a pillar to my my loved ones thank you for this job thank you for the you know the crepes that i've got on my feet thank you for being able to put food on the table thank you for allowing me to catch that bus the littlest thing thank you for allowing me to find my phone like it doesn't matter what you're thanking them for the fact is you realize it wasn't by your own efforts or by your own strength or by your own doing that anything happened and it was because of god the moment you pass that back to him he wants to open up the whole universe for him it's he's a loving father at the end of the day the moment your child does something for you, something that's good and pleasing in your eyes, of course you want to give them the word. Of course you want to give them that reward because they've, as opposed, humbled themselves. They've acknowledged that you are, you know, their provider. You're their superhero. And so for me, that's what I saw. And I saw his humility. I saw his gratitude, his thankfulness. Um, and I saw that in his thoughts, he's more or less mapped out what's happened, what's currently happened and what's going to happen. And that's kind of how God is. God is obviously constant. He's one thing that doesn't change. He's the same yesterday, today, and tomorrow. So if you're going to be in a place five years from now and you have everything you want, if you can still have that same heart that Craig has from this moment forth, from that thoughts and say, thank you, God, for here I am now. Thank you for this girlfriend. Thank you for this wife. Or thank you for this new house. Thank you for this new contract. Thank you for allowing me to fly out to this place with my family. He'd be like, wow, like you've fully recognize that I'm doing all of this. <laughs> Craig five years ago, yeah, recognized because he wasn't where he was. He was at the lower ends of the slope. Now you're at the summit, you're looking at everything that I've created and you're like, oh, wow, thank you, God. I, I know this wasn't me. Yeah, I'm obviously, you know, a role model or figure or icon in so many people's eyes and in hearts, but you realize that it's actually by my doing that any of this has happened. <laughs> For me, that's obviously a key example of having a good relationship with God having i suppose that partnership it's it's a it's a partnership it's a case of knowing that he's created you he will provide for you he will never leave forsake you but you just have to do your part and one of those parts is being thankful and grateful and giving your burdens your anxiety your stress your worries your fears your prayer requests your needs and desires to him and he'll go out to work for you he's always working behind the scene there's a the saying that oh if you idle hands give work for the devil same with god God's in a situation where he's always working. As much as Satan's working, God is working even more. You know what I mean? He's like 10 steps ahead of Satan. So if you're going to constantly go to God, God's like, don't worry, I've got this from like, even before I formed you <laughs> in your mother's womb. You know, there was like, yeah. I know every hair on your head. So of course I've got this covered for you for 2020, 2021, year 2020, 30. Like he's, he's, he's so strategic like that and organized. It's amazing. But as long as you do your part and that's coming to him constantly, isn't just, oh, yeah, when life is good or, oh, yeah, when something's really bad happened or someone's, you know, in a critical situation or 
you're broke and you need money. How am I going to get them to work? You need to be that consistently, like in all areas of your life. So for me, that was touching. Like, I loved it. It, it reminds me of how my conversations are with him mm. in the sense of, yes, I'm grateful and thankful. I may not have everything I want right now, but I know you're doing more. So, yeah. I'm going to ask a question, actually, before we jump into mine. Um, obviously, the topic we're talking about is relationship with God. Mm-hmm. And obviously, I guess we all or everyone will have their own different relationship with him. Yeah. <clears throat> obviously, your relationship will be different to my relationship. But how important is it to have a relationship with him in the first place? Because not everybody does. For me, as I... As you go through stuff like being anxious, finding ways that you can do things in the world and kind of interject in the world and how do you help people, etc. Again, <clears throat> we are lacking resources. Like we, our time is not infinite. Our energy is not infinite. Our ability is not infinite. And there's a lot of things we don't know. And when we were kids, we were fine with that. We were fine with just... Well, we wanted more time to play, but actually we were fine with not knowing. Mm. We were happy to just keep learning and keep doing more and keep doing more. But as you get older, you get a lot of pressures under you and on top of you even and being like, oh, I can't do this and I can't do this and I can't do this. So the choice is, do you just believe you don't have the power and not have hope? Or do you believe, actually, if I look back further enough, there's a lot of things I never knew how to do. There's a lot of things I, didn't, I thought that was impossible. So right now I'm telling myself that it's impossible because I don't have the power to. Mm. But it was impossible back then. So who was doing it for me then? Mm. So to me, that's when I reconnect back to God and be like, actually, there is something more than me. There's something beyond me. There's some things that just align. No one you think is a coincidence or, bro, I got that job because I was lucky. You know, and stuff like that. But actually, yeah. how lucky are you? What work was put behind behind mm. that luck? What work was put behind that that um, that situation you ended up in? What work was put behind that door that opened for you? Yeah. And honestly, I I I, I don't know how some people kind of who don't believe in God or an energy or something beyond themselves go through life because it must be hard to just think that it's only you and it's only you that are doing everything because that's a lot of pressure. Like how could you, they, they say that you can change the world once you can change your mind, but actually is it you changing the world or is it just you just believing something is going to happen beyond me and I'm just going to tell somebody out there or tell them, put the energy out there, I want this and it's going to come to me. So I think to me, the relationship with God is really important for me to move on in my life because if I kept thinking it was only me, maybe I wouldn't even think about going on any further because it's just going to be a bit too difficult. It's too much. It's too many variables to figure out. We're trying to be healthy, we're trying to be social, we're trying to be um, reading our books, knowledgeable, get on top of work, get on top of money, have kids, relationship. This The list goes on. Mm-hmm. No way you can align all those things at once. It's you, you only have 24 hours in a day. Yeah there must be something beyond you that is aligning these things for you for as well. Me. So mm. that's how I get on with my life. And that's my belief. And that's how I keep my hope and faith. Because I just believe if I can't, if I can't see it, it doesn't mean it's not impossible. It's not possible. So something is going to happen and it's going to make it possible to make my life because we was never brought into this world to live, live miserably. So if my mind is telling me that you're supposed to live miserably, it's already lying to me because I know things are not, that's not how we was brought into this world. We never, mm. we was never meant for that. That's how, that's my thoughts at least. Okay. All right, let's jump into mine and then we can uh, follow up with the discussion. It's weird because when you, start, when you don't talk about certain things, trying to get it out in a way that makes sense is difficult. And so for me, I very rarely, if in any circumstance, talk about 
my faith i guess or my relationship with god if you can call it that because for me i i grew up in a household where we was raised to go to church i went to a catholic school um and my upbringing was around that faith <clears throat> and i guess like many other people once you get to a certain age where you're able to question certain things that's when you become a little bit skeptical about certain things and your relationship and your faith kind of shifts in a in a different kind of way so more so from my point of view i wouldn't say i'm an overly religious person if a religious person at all to be fair i wouldn't say i believe in religion but i do have a faith and i try to be spiritual and positive and believe in in certain things like obviously uh uh an energy or again the powers that be or there's there's more i believe there's more to the world than what we currently are experiencing and seeing and feeling and there's more to it than that <clears throat> and as i said i'm not a, a religious person i don't go to church anymore i i i pray now and again but it's not something that consumes consumes my life i just try and live my life as best as i can and yeah try and try and stay as faithful as possible but i have to be honest my relationship with god isn't strong or as strong as i guess it could be and that's something maybe to question just because of a lot of things that i've i've taken the time to look into myself and there's just certain things for me that don't always add up so it's like i can't really give my all to something which i question and that's just how i feel yeah that's interesting i think simon um what's your what's your aka again <laughs> <laughs> it's like, what's your alias um simon says travel and retire simon says or sd whichever one sd so basically Simon would probably remember I had a conversation with him. I think Denzel was there as well when we had conversations about like God and why should we believe in God or the whole faith and religion and stuff like that. Mm. And Simon probably knows I, I, I often challenged kind of the same way that you may challenge. And I can honestly say in that time when I'm challenging him or challenging the religion, because there's some things that Simon honestly couldn't, couldn't actually, he didn't push faith in my, in, my, in my, he didn't push religion in my face. He didn't push his religion on me but he answered as much as possible. But at the end of the day, when there were certain questions that just he couldn't answer, he wouldn't crumble. He would just be like, just go have faith. And he would laugh about it. And I'm like, I'm laughing, but I'm trying to get some answers. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to get some answers at him. You can see I'm desperate, but... <laughs> but honestly, that part where you just let go 
And the reason why I say let go and I use that word and the reason why it was so important for me to talk about ego at the beginning is because it is your ego that makes you believe you need to know everything. But it's not, it's, it's in, could I tell, could, could anybody in this world say that they know everything? And it's impossible, but mm. yet still we try to all the time, every single day. So if it's impossible to know everything, but you're still trying to figure out everything of somebody that you believe is beyond even us in human form or understanding, will you ever gain all the answers you ever want? Now, hmm. yes, there's so much media and information out there, but actually there's a part of you that actually just, just realize, you know what? It doesn't matter about what the media is saying. How do I feel? Do hmm. I believe there is a God? And do I believe there's something beyond me? If I do, yes, put yourself into it. And it doesn't have to be in a religious form. It doesn't have to be like, I'm not religious. I use the Bible as ways to kind of gain pieces of stories. But a lot of my time with God is actually spent in writing, speaking to myself. If I believe that God is inside of me, I'm speaking to myself and praying, often praying for things that I am thankful for, want, or want to pray for other people. Because I believe that when somebody's halfway across the world and something's really bad happening to them, what else do I have but prayer? Because it's not, if it's not a plane ticket and my, my presence, I'm, I'm limited. You understand what I'm saying? So that belief that you, when you, when we, if you have that belief that you, when you pray, you're praying to somebody, hang on to that and just keep that. Don't let the world or your ego convince you into thinking, I got to know it all. So when you said about, ah, uh, like, I, like there's so many questions and stuff like that. I would, in my opinion of what I would say to you, as you said, maybe you should keep questioning it. And then maybe you come to a point where you actually realize, rah, everything is just telling me, hey, bro, hey. Mm and you're like all right i think for me i'm quite obviously i, I totally get and, and that kind of opens up my eyes a little bit to saying look you're never going to understand everything that happens in the world you're mm. never going to know everything and that's why it is called faith you have to just mm. get to a point where it's like okay i'm not going to know the answer but i just believe in this and for me it's like even though okay i may not know the answer i'm just still seeking something that makes sense so it may not be an answer that I'm necessarily looking for, but at least it's, there's something in there which, again, resonates or just is just like, okay, cool. And I don't think I've got to that point where mm. I'm just open to be like, okay, cool. I don't know the answer. I'm never going to know the yeah, answer. Yeah, so yeah, just yeah. screw it. Faith in it. Yeah. Like, I've, I haven't got to that point. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So for me, I'm still in that questioning stage. And more so, as I said, when I was talking about it, is this not, I'm, I'm still quite spiritual but I'm not religious mm -hmm. because I feel that religion is quite a different thing. I agree. I was just going to say that for me, I would challenge everyone listening to this. It's a case of either seeking religion or a relationship. The two are different. I would always say to people, I'm spiritual. I have a relationship with God. I don't follow religion. Christianity. Mm -hmm. Yeah. People form it as or deem it as a religion. What I have with uh, the Lord is a relationship. Mm. And that's something that obviously with relationships you build upon. You, you can't say, oh, I know my friend if you haven't spent time with that person. How is that person your friend if you haven't spent any? Like, for example, I could literally have someone behind this door. Denzel could be behind this door talking. I don't have to look or even check to know it's Denzel mm. behind the door because I have a relationship with him. I've spent enough time to know his voice. That's the same with God. If when you spend enough time, you know his character. You know when a situation has God written all over it. Mm. Whereas people in religion, it's just systematic, it's routine. It's like, yes, amen, he amen, hey, help. <laughs> and you can't, you don't, yeah. not, not saying people can't grow from it, but you don't get any, you don't get to know who God really is. And 
one thing I realize is in relationship or in religion, you don't discover who you are. I believe that obviously the Lord is the um, creator of heaven and earth, but more importantly, he's the creator of us. He's made us. And if we want to know who we are and why we've been put here, we need to have a relationship with him. It's like, yo, Lord, d depending on how you want to talk to him, God, what did you make me for? Make me for? And I'm going to say that's an overnight thing. You're not going to wake up one morning like, Eureka, I've got it. That could take 40 years. Like we have um, evidence in the Bible for saying Moses, Moses was 40 when he left Egypt to go and do his own thing with the Midians. He was another, it spent another 40 years raising his family, living his best life till God called him. God called him at 80. <laughs> Most people are done by 65, but they're giving us retirement at 65. <laughs> and you got what, 10, 15 years to spend it. He was 80 to the point God called him, said, yo, this is why I've called you now. You're going to be the leader of these people. And he's thinking, what? <laughs> he had to wait eight years for that. Some people had to wait 20. Some people had to wait 40 years. Some people had to wait two years. Some people could discover who God is today and just explode and write and realize this is what I've been called to do. Mm. With what Simon said, love it because that's literally what it is. It's a journey. He's not at that place where he has that relationship or he knows or believes in God. And God accepts that God is, as I said, he's constant. He's the same today, yesterday, and tomorrow, but he's everlasting. He knows that, okay, yeah, you've got 76 years on earth. He knows our, our beginning from ends. He could say on the 75th year, this is when Simon is going to come to Christ. He's fine with that for the whole world. Thinking, wow, especially maybe people that are already saved in his family. Thinking, oh, Simon, when would you give your life to God? Why do you go to church? <laughs> He's doing his thing, but as long as he discovers God and has that relationship with him, it doesn't matter when or when it happens, but it will happen. And I think it's a case of just doing your investigation. Ask questions, look, pray, do what you need to do to find out, is this God real? Is, is there more to life than just us? Like, did we wake up and create everything? Is there a higher, is there a higher being? Is, there, mm. what, is it just the universe? What's out there? And he will respond because he says that he's not in a position allowing anyone to perish. Like he wants everyone to know. He wants everyone to be up in, in heaven partying with him. Mm -hmm. So he's patient. And that's the thing. That's the one thing I can say mm -hmm. about my relationship. It is a transitional. It's a journey. But he's a patient and there's love in there. So he's like, yeah, Simon, it took you 21 years to actually truly know me or 20 years, whenever that was that summer. But you're here now. Hooray, you know, heavens are rejoicing. Let's get to work. Let's build this relationship. It's like you having um, grown up without a father. Loads of black men can relate to that because loads of our fathers weren't present. But it's like 21 or 30, 40 years down the line, your biological father decides to skirt, you know, <laughs> creep back into your life. And maybe you have the heart to, you know, just say, you know what, why not? Let me give him a shot. Most people's defenses will be up thinking, what? You weren't here for the last 40 years. I'm mm. a man now. I had to figure all this out by myself. Screw you. Mm. But if you decide to lower your, your defenses and actually open up your heart and build a relationship with me, you may teach you things that you never would have even known or even comprehend. And that's mm. literally with God. The moment you lower your, your, your guards and you open up your heart, he opens a whole new world. You see things in a whole diff different perspective. And there's peace. That's one thing I can take away from this. I have peace of mind in mm. everything and you don't get to a place where you're like oh i'm anxious or i don't know how this is gonna happen i need to figure this out and like what you were saying at the beginning which i love is you get to a position where you realize there's so much that you want to do that's bigger than you but now you have the resources you have the manpower mm -mm. because i'm a spiritual person i realize everything's 
here is spiritual. Like if I want to command things on this earth, I need to go spiritual. I need to speak to my dad, mm. which is the God. God is a spirit. If you speak to him, he's going to sort things out in the spiritual realm and they'll manifest in the physical. And then before you know it, you've got these amazing people like Craig and Simon and Denzel coming into your life. You've got this person and this organization wants mm. to work with you to build this collaboration and you've got money coming in here and you're like, whoa, like where did this world come from? How did this happen? Because you went and sought counsel. His word says in a multitude of counsel, there's safety. If you're going to do this on your Jack Jones, he said you will fall. <laughs> you will fail. Mm-hmm. Like, and then obviously we know the saying, plan to fail, fail to plan. <clears throat> it's like that. It's preparation. You're just planning for your future and your purpose. So there's actually, yeah. I, I couldn't even, there's actually <laughs> so much in there. And it's, it's funny because I've never actually heard somebody that does follow Christianity or any kind of religion and said it in that way where, yeah, religion's one thing, but actually there's a relation with God. And mm-hmm. I think the, the, the part where you just said, like, if Denzel's the other side of the door and he was like, he was speaking, you're going to know it's Denzel. God is the same thing. That's, that's something I, I think, obviously, mm-hmm. just that was a nice key takeaway from mm-hmm. the site. So, Craig, obviously, just thinking about what Sire said and obviously what we've taken from today. What's your kind of, what kind of resonated with you or what's your, your food for thought? Um, for me, again, I, I would say it's only the last year and a half that I actually pray more than I ever have. So in my sense, as with anything, whatever you want to get closer to, put your energy towards it. Mm. Like if it's your, a job or a person or anything like that, put your energy towards it, move towards it and start to park your ego. And parking your ego means that people are like, oh, I don't have ego. Ego is not necessarily about being arrogant or anything, but actually the ego is believing that you know everything. So tell yourself this, which I told myself, what if I don't know everything there is to know in the world? And the second part is, what if I don't even know myself? And when you can understand that you may not even know yourself, you can drop all the guards that you've put together and learnt and start to realise maybe there is more to myself than what I've had, what I know about myself today. Nice. Okay, I guess I'll, I'll finish it up. Um, so it's it's actually interesting. I took a lot of points from what Sir said actually, and I think it's my food for thought is is one thing that is it's okay to not be at that place where everyone else is at, and don't feel the pressure of okay because of your surroundings or the people that you're with whether they're in a particular place or a relationship with God doesn't necessarily mean that you have to be at that place. And it's something that, as you said, it's something that a relationship is about learning and building. And you don't just have a relationship straight away. You're not just born into suddenly having a great relationship with someone. It doesn't Mm -hmm. happen. It takes work. Yeah. And a good thing that you were talking about when you said, oh, the person behind the door, you recognize who the person is straight away. You don't need to see them. You just know that that's who they are. And I think for me, my food for thought essentially is that I, I know I'm not at that place where I can always recognize him at that time. And that's mm. just something that I guess needs to be worked on. Yeah, that's real. And that's, that's my food for thought. That's, that's how I kind of wrap it up. Hey, to me, but <laughs> there's, a lot, there's a lot in there. There's, there's, yeah, I hope you sort of really learned something or picked up something or like... Yeah, I've, even for me, that's just listening, listening back to my own thing and listening to you guys, it's, it's, it's been powerful. Um, I think from there, we could actually probably wrap it up. Um, and again, as we always say, we've been speaking to you for however long it's been. We're, we're willing to listen to you as well. Um, it's not just about us, you consuming, but actually being a producer of your own story. So tell us your stories. 
can be anonymous or you could be known, whichever one it is. Tell us how, what is your relationship with God? What has God done for you in your life that you knew was beyond your own power? Um, or where, or even tell us if you just do not believe there is a God and why. Like we will be willing to listen. So thank you for listening. Make sure you just drop an email or DM us and we are there to listen. So thank you for having us. Blessings. <laughs> Blessings. Peace out. Thank you.